up, gamers? It's your boy, Meerkat, doing something a little bit different. I'm not writing you something. I'm not appearing on a Roster Guy podcast. This is something completely different. I never thought I'd be here, but uh, after today's cancellation of the Iowa Hawkeyes by the Michigan Wolverines, I wanted to try something a little bit different. So here we are. This isn't going to be a regular thing. I'm not even sure if this will be a thing, period. But I think that I need to air out some of the things that I've been doing lately. Um, And this is a great place to start, and I just wanted to talk about football. It's not going to be a regular thing. It's not going to be a monthly thing sometimes. It'll be when I've got time for it, and that's kind of unfair, but kind of just trying to make my life as easy as possible right now. So... Wanted to start out with uh, the Iowa game. It was uh, not great, Jim. Not great. Um, it wasn't good or even fun. It was it was a Big Ten football game from like 1980 with so much punting. Um, Jim Harbaugh finally beat Iowa for the first time in 30 years. You know, tip the hat to him. But it was it was tough. So. Let's let's just break down the bad stuff, and then I'll end with the good stuff. And uh, at some point, I'll probably make a few jokes along the way, and hopefully you'll laugh at them. So I'm uh, going to open this grain belt oh, there for you ASMR, ASMR folks out there. Hopefully you uh, heard that, and we can get started with the ugly. Um, so the first thing, number one, is that uh, the offensive line wasn't good enough at all, period. They were bad. Um, they struggled to pick up the same blitz concept. Nate Stanley got sacked eight times. Running backs or total rushing yards in total was like one yard, a single yard by the best offensive line coach in the Big Ten. Um, and his son and him need to figure it out. You know, I will defend Kirk and I love Kirk, and there is nothing he could ever do, barring some giant scandal. That would ever make me not support him, but I, I was disappointed. There was there wasn't enough just adjustments made, or maybe the guys weren't doing it. But you know, if you need to keep in a running back, that limits your passing game, and uh, the Hawks were definitely limited on offense. An, an offense that had been averaging almost thirty points a game put up three points, and and you know I will give Michigan credit; they have athletes on defense. The defensive coordinator did a phenomenal job with those outside linebackers blitzing all the time. And it was really impressive. Um, a great defensive performance by Michigan, only allowing three points. That's to a Big Ten opponent, you got to tip your cap to them. I mean, they've played two Big Ten teams. Granted, one of them's Rutgers, and then they've let up three points, and that is just phenomenal. Um, you know, their linebackers were great, their defensive linemen were very good, and they were sound enough on the back end to not allow any really big plays. Um, that was phenomenal to watch. Um, I, I will say the parts that I did get to watch, I only watched like the second and third quarters, but Michigan's defense, man, they are, they are something. Um, Iowa's offensive line, that's another big negative. I guess that'll be my second negative. Or maybe I've already talked about it. As you can tell, this is not planned either. So you are listening to the only show, podcast, or audio art that doesn't have a plan to it. So congratulations to you, listener. Um. I, I guess my second minus would just be the play calling. Um, 
you know, that's something fans will always bitch about. And I'll be a Fairweather fan on this. Uh, I didn't think it was good enough. I think that we got too pass happy. I think that's not Iowa's brand. I didn't like that there were four receivers and we were trying to run. I think what we needed to do was just line up two tight ends, two, two running backs, and just pound it down their throat because that rush defense was just it was there at times and then the sacks and the negative plays just canceled it out. I didn't like play calling, but again, there's a reason that Kirk Ferentz has been teaching for or teaching coaching longer than I've been alive only by two days, but you know, hats off to you, Kirk, Dean of college football gang gang. Um, really impressed by Kirk's, you know, tenure. But again, that, that play calling needs to change and, and there needed to be second half adjustments and there wasn't. And that sucks, but, you know, nothing you can do about it. Got to move on. Um, and my third negative would probably be, um, I had three things. Offensive line, play calling, it, discipline. That was my third thing. There we go. Jesus. I think you guys can tell that I've had a few too many concussions. Um, yeah, the, the discipline by the team. I mean, drives that were just destroyed by penalties. I mean, the holding calls, the, 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 taking to the delay of games everything was just bad man and it it you can't beat good football teams that way in michigan i none of us want to say it you know i'm sure none of my buddies down at dear old gold would want to say it but michigan is a good football team they have very good athletes you know they have very good de- they have a very good defense as we've seen i mean they are a very good football team and you cannot be undisciplined and beat a team like michigan you just can't you know, you need to bring championship effort every chance you get, get to play football because you only get 11 chances a year versus basketball or wrestling or any other sport. It's different. And I don't think Iowa took advantage of it. And when Michigan was penalized, I don't think they were disciplined enough to step on their throats and make them pay for it. I mean, we we turned the ball over three times, four times. I mean, a fumble and three Nate Stanley interceptions, you know, two of Two of them, I will say, weren't Nate Stanley's fault. The receivers can't tip the ball up like that. And Michigan's defensive backs were very good and, and made him pay. And I'll tip my cap to him again. But, you know, can't turn the ball over four times, get into your enemy territory like five different times past the 50 and not and only score three points. You will not win football games like that. And that's really tough. Um, So that was the ugly part of it. Uh, the good, but the average things, um, really the, the only one that mattered was Nate Stanley. Um, I love him. Nate Stanley is one of my favorite quarterbacks I was ever had. I know that's not a popular opinion. I know he's not as sexy as Drew Tate or as funny as Rick Stanzi, but he's also not as hated as James Christensen. And, and he certainly isn't the athlete that Brad Banks is, but I really just like Nate Stanley. Um, I will die defending him. It'll be the hill I go down on. But it's the commitment that I've made, and I'm, and I'm going to stick with it. Um, I think that Nate Stanley is better than this. And and he's been up and down, and he needs to be steadier if Iowa wants to do better. That being said, Nate Stanley, those interceptions weren't his fault, and he also got sacked eight times. Eight times he was on his back, eight times pressured countless more. I, I you know... And even after those two interceptions or three interceptions, he never stopped slinging it. He, I mean, that beautiful pass. He had the good center, those deep balls that to ISM and, and Brandon Smith, just gosh, he, I respect the hell out of it and I love him for it. And he needs to do better, 
but he did brunt to shoulder the blame. Uh, Mark Morehouse on Twitter uh, was talking about that, and that's good. Um, so that's been really good with Nate's. Nate Stanley's been really good. Didn't look real good against Michigan, but he's got the chance to change it against Penn State. So let's hope he does it. Um, and then the good part was the defense. The defense was incredible. Ten points against a Big Ten opponent. That's that's damn impressive. I mean, they they got takeaways. I mean, Geno Stone. My God, he's the next Amani Hooker, Desmond King type. This, that this Phil Parker defensive staff will turn out which is, again, really impressive. I loved the way Geno Stone played. He murdered a guy and was pretty much one of the only reasons I was still in that football game, with the exception of that one big play that that got Michigan within like the 20-yard line of Iowa. I mean, they played lights out, and they did everything you should expect an Iowa defense to do. And the defensive line was phenomenal. AJE got his second sack of the year. Um, you know, just that defensive unit is just so good, and and that's something that can't be taken for granted. I they're going to get tested again against Penn State, but I have full confidence that they can just go out and do it. Um, and and you know, another great thing about that is the back end finally looked buttoned up. You know, maybe that's guys coming back from injury, or maybe that's maybe that's just those guys getting more experience. But that back end only allowed one big play. So maybe, and hopefully next week, if they can build on the performance that they set for themselves, they can build on it next time and look a little bit better and maybe not allow any of those big plays, get a few takeaways. And if Nate Stanley can get that offense, I shouldn't say Nate Stanley. That's unfair to him as a quarterback. Even as a senior, that's not fair. If Brian and Kirk if Brian can turn that offensive around, Phil Parker can turn in the same performance with his defense, and Kirk Ferentz can get this team dusted off and back on their feet, I have full faith they'll come out and beat Penn State. So those are my thoughts about the Iowa game, but I just wanted to let y'all in on a little secret um, about this. This, again, I've said it multiple times, but it's not planned, and I'm kind of just talking out of my ass right now, but this is going to be my little space on the internet since I'm not writing anymore because school takes up a lot of my time. And this will probably be about the only interaction that some of you will get with me if you don't deeply follow my Twitter. Um, but I just wanted to say, this is probably where you'll get to hear my thoughts on this football team um, or in football in general. Um, it won't always be about the Hawkeyes of when it's army Navy week, I'll do a, a preview show since I'll probably have time to do that. And I'll do a post show. Cause I love army Navy because what's better than a two hour football game that has 15 minute quarters with you supporting the troops on both sides. And you have to cheer for a tie unless you have a son on one of the teams, because if you don't cheer for a tie, then technically you want love one group of troops more than the other, but that's none of my business. So thank you for listening to me ramble. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Meerkat, M-3-R-E-K-A-T. And uh, thank you for making this podcast slash show electrifying. And don't forget to have an electrifying day. Take care.